0: Hi, this is Bob Muir, and this is the Enemy Below, and this is the Bob Muir and the Enemy Below podcast. Uh, we're waiting, uh, waiting on Mister. The Bandit once again. We're apparently he is discussing his uh, loan details with Big Tony, and will as soon as he's finished, uh, will will be with us shortly. So, Enemy, how are you doing?
1: I I'm good, but now that I know what he's doing, I'm worried about him.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that's I'm. Well, I mean, everyone makes their own bed, uh, so. <laughs> 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 not to sound too not to sound too cold about it, but everyone makes their I own. Am too,
1: I am excited.
0: Mm. Yes.
1: And, so am and I. I never knew how exciting it was to uh to live in Florida until yeah. yesterday.
0: And why was that? Why is that?
1: Because I'm just gonna leave it with because. because.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, um Disney World announced yesterday two brand new Additions to the theme park uh, at Disney Hollywood Studios, which I have season passes, and it's amazing. <laughs> so the new addition that they're going to add to it is a 14 acre addition, all Star Wars.
0: Whoa! <laughs> 14 acres of Star Wars.
1: 14 acres of Star Wars, including, <laughs> including a. Uh, a ride that is specific to piloting the Millennium Falcon.
0: All right.
1: I have a, I have. for some reason I have a second oh. ball here.
0: Yeah, actually that's, uh, what's his face? Ah! Ah! Yeah, that hurt? Ah! That hurt? What the hell? Yeah, it oh! feels so good, does it? Ah! No. Huh? Ah! Oh!
1: Oh! <laughs> Apparently Tony beat him up.
0: Yeah, we got a little problem. We had a little, we had a little problem with that.
1: Uh, yeah. Tell you what, but he's alive, so that's
0: good. Mm-hmm, yeah, so he's alive and kicking, so that's so that's good. But <clears throat> unable to, for, uh, and for unable through cir- circumstances uh, beyond his control, actually, uh, and beyond his control, unable to, uh, unable to join us for this podcast today. So we're just going to have to carry on as we usually carry on when he's not here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. means. <laughs> Yeah, back to Star Wars. Back to Star. <laughs> i returning to this 19 acres or whatever, 100, you know, like 14, 14 acres, 14 acres of Star Wars.
1: <laughs> so Star Wars lands will replicate a uh, apparently a never before seen planet. So it'll still be a, a new planet,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: not one that is depicted in any of the new movies or the old movies. Okay. Uh, I guess that allows them to still blow up a planet
0: mm-hmm.
1: without having to accidentally blow up the one that's it. Disney World. Yes. Um, it'll have a trading port, restaurants, uh, two attra- two attractions. One of them is the Millennium Falcon attraction and another one that hasn't been determined yet. Uh, they're also going to revamp uh, Star Tours, which is already there. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be aliens and droids that will be acting as workers in the land. So I, I-, I wouldn't want to have that job with that kind of makeup in Florida
0: yes. all day
1: long, but... Whatever.
0: Hi, hi. I'm C-3PO. Can I take your order? Yes, I right t- 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 <laughs>
1: thank Thank. God I'm in an air conditioned suit because it's sealed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um And uh, I you can tell you the truth. I'm I'm looking forward to the attractions. I'm looking forward to the ambiance of it. But the mm-hmm. thing that really excites me, I really want to go to a restaurant that's Star Wars themed. <laughs> it's kind of like this. The the reason I want to go to Vegas is so I can walk the Starship Enterprise. There's no other reason I want to go to Be- Vegas. Everyone else <laughs> wants to go to Vegas for numerous different reasons. Showgirls, big boobs, uh, wonderful gambling opportunities. <laughs> I'm like, dude, they got they got the Enterprise.
0: They got the, the Enterprise, dick.
1: <laughs> I can walk the Enterprise and say things like, engage. I, it's just so weird. Um... <laughs> So, that happened yesterday, and now I'm very excited that I live in Florida. However, I won't be able to see it for, like, two years.
0: But they, ha- they have to finish it.
1: Yeah, but seeing as I've already made some kind of weird deal with the devil that I'm going to be alive at least through the rest of the Star Wars movies coming out, mm-hmm. I think I'll be okay.
0: Okay. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good.
1: Uh, they also released the Force Awakening trailer. Or yep. not trailer, but a poster.
0: Mm-hmm. And it
1: is in the... Um, I guess mold of the original three, where it's kind of I like, yeah. paint by number.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: <laughs> it's it's like an oil painting, but it almost looks paint by number. Oh, okay. Like we don't take pictures, we just paint things.
0: Yes, it's there's awesome a yeah, motif. yeah. There's like a picture Luke Skywalker with a beard, which is kind of weird, mm-hmm. but there.
1: And <laughs> Han Solo old.
0: Yeah, well he is. So it's like yes, you know.
1: Yes, that, that is true. Uh, Chewbacca who is for some reason still fits in the outfit I, uh, Well
0: they might have just simply strategically widened it
1: <laughs> I think they would yeah but it is well, the same actor
0: Yeah oh well you know they he, he got hasn't he hasn't gotten shorter maybe maybe a little yeah he's, he, he's
1: he, still pretty tall I, I saw him at the uh the Star Wars weekends at Disney and um and he was he's very large <laughs> He's a very tall man Okay and very lanky too. He's kind of creepy looking. I'm almost like put put the put the costume back on
0: because you you don't look right actually. It's I hate to say it. You don't look right without the costume on.
1: You look much better with the costume on.
0: Yeah, well I gather. Well, some I guess it could be just simply his. Uh, you know whatever whatever the, you know um we are, it's surprising actually how delicate the balances of all the you know all our hormones and various um. And think, you know, our hormones and everything like that—everything that goes into the human machine—it's a crime how, bal- how delicately balanced all those chemicals are. So things can get out of things are, can get out of whack fairly mm-hmm. easily, and then you know, and or and sometimes it's you just end up with like people are unnaturally tall and just not quite right looking. Yeah. You know, it's just the the, the like wiring. Merch. Yeah, the, like the wire. Yeah, the mm-hmm. wiring gets. <laughs>
1: Uh, they've they've announced uh, this is like Star Wars Central. This is insane.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: they've announced a Rogue One
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: film. They've okay. announced a Han Solo solo film.
0: Okay, early young Han Solo is a uh, is a something like that. Is that yeah, that but name?
1: Harrison Ford will be in it. Okay, because he, he apparently needs the work. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, they're going. Like crazy all out with Star Wars. And it's exciting. I'm yep. excited. Mm-hmm. I'm jumping December-
0: for joy. And December 18th, The Force Awakens. And they've got this poster here that's going sort to of like calls back to the early posters of the first trilogy. And, and
1: speaking, of, speaking of uh, people who worked on Star Wars, uh, one of them just came out with Fantastic Four, which I'm glad he's not working on Star Wars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because insert insert bomb dropping. (laughs) Insert insert sound of bomb dropping an explosion here. Oh man, that just
1: You know my favorite part about that is they've already started making Fantastic War two. Really? Yeah, they they started making it before they released it and realized how bad it was. So I question whether or not they're gonna finish it.
0: Yeah. Well
1: It might just pull the plug.
0: I don't know. It depends. It really kind of depends on what they how they look at it because it's like some t- how it I, I think it might actually depend on how deeply into the project they are already you know um you know if they're just in the relatively you know but even so p- pre-production is expensive as hell anyway so they you know if they pull a the plug they're not getting that money back yeah. um you know they might want to just throw it out there just you know get something it's like kind of like with construction sometimes you just kind of you have to finish the bill you know if you're if you're If you're building a building and suddenly you get like money just starts to dry up or or the market just kind of collapses, you know you just got to finish the building anyway because if you don't finish the building, you're not going to get anything. Right. Uh, You know. So it could be you know if if they don't finish it, they're not going to get anything out of it. But on the other hand, plugs have been pulled so before, but usually they pull them in like a pre-production. Once once the cameras start rolling, it's very very hard to um, shut something down.
1: I think Um, they assumed it was going to do well.
0: I, I, they why, I don't know, but, I mean, they were... Obviously,
1: uh, the, well, it's just like most of the time with Fox, the people that, that watch the film go, yeah, it's, you know, it's, uh, uh, other films have done well in this genre. This is probably going to do well, too.
0: This has, this is, and this is not much different than the rest of the genre, and those yeah. are there for, it's like, and...
1: No, it is actually a lot different.
0: Than uh, how, so, <laughs> did, uh, did you see it? I did, I have not seen it. I have not I,
1: I have uh, talked to numerous people who have seen it, and okay, they have so. told me the same thing pretty much across the board: is uh, they they skimp on plot and they don't understand the, the fantastic four. Right. Okay. Um, also the the costumes that they use for the bad guys mm-hmm. are worse than the cosplay costumes at like Comic Con.
0: Okay and i understand they fucked with dr doom as well it, it,
1: yeah uh, and that really pissed a lot of people off because it yeah. just he, he he looks completely absurd
0: yeah now it's honestly actually the only guy i've seen I, it, I hate to say it i've seen i haven't seen this one i probably will see it when it gets pops out on free on amazon prime uh uh is that i got that yeah of all the Fantastic Four films I've seen Actually the only guy who actually even did A credible, marginally credible job As Doom, was in the Roger Corman One, and he wasn't yeah. very And he wasn't very good, but at least he Got who he was trying to be uh,
1: Yeah, the, he understood The character And mm-hmm. I, I really dis, The one thing that I did like about the Fantastic Four, this the second one They did, which is the one with um, um, uh, Jess Galba in it Yeah Is the guy who played Mr. Fantastic understood Mr. Fantastic? Yeah. The guy who played, who's now Captain America, who played the Human Torch, understood the Human Torch. Right. And the guy who played The Thing really got that. Right. Jessica Alba, she she was. eh.
0: Um, Well, the Invisible Girl's kind of a hard character, honestly. I would say if you're of the four, you know, if you're going to go in. It's the
1: hardest, yeah.
0: It's the hardest one to do because, you know, it's like. I mean, actually, Stan Lee said, "Okay, shit, we need a girl in this." You know, I mean, that was really what he was putting yes, this together.
1: It, it, we fanboys need boobs. Okay, Fan-no,
0: you know, I never mind that. Kirby likes to draw boobs, and we need somebody with boobs. <laughs> he in it. Loves drawing breasts. <laughs> <He's>, uh, yes, <laughs> if you if you look at his work, he does indeed. Does. <laughs> he, <laughs> he did indeed.
1: Like, oh, it's a woman. It must have massive <laughs> i
0: I would not be surprised if his wife was relatively you know was actually probably either average or relatively flat-chested i mean that would be yeah uh, that would honestly be my guess about kirby
1: turn around he's having
0: (laughs) sex with his artwork (laughs) kirby what are you doing jack jack what the hell's wrong with you no 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 please i mean actually i love i love kirby's work i find kirby's work insane uh it, it just it's just there's always there's always so much energy in kirby's stuff. Now. Yeah. Every woman looks exactly the same. I'll, I'll give him that. But there's, there was always so much, particularly in the Fantastic Four run. He really just allowed himself to go nuts with that. Yeah. Um, the, especially you know like Galactus and all these other characters. It just can't seem to come flow. Because I mean, Stan Lee was basically like, um, give him have them fight somebody big,
1: a <laughs> uh, really big guy like. big. He, he, he eats planets. He's huge. Jesus, yeah. he likes yeah. to. thank Stan. Thank you yeah, very thank much. Thank
0: you, Stan. Let's let's okay.
1: Excelsior! I'm leaving.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right.
1: Like, what a weird man. Yes,
0: he's really kind of like this. It, 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 truly, truly.
1: Ah, uh, da 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 da. Too so, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So it's a it, it, complete disaster. But <laughs> I- here's the other thing: is like Fox has a habit of doing, which they didn't really do for X-Men. Mm -hmm. And that's why it worked. And they didn't really do for Spider-Man, at least the Tobey Maguire version, and that's why it worked. Um, At least the first two did. Mm -hmm. Um, Third one, not so much. But the the thing that they just didn't quite understand is if you're going to have Doctor Doom as the bad guy, and I know he's the signature bad guy, you shouldn't have started with him. Mm -hmm. that was probably not the best idea to start with Doom Yeah. Um, if you're going to start with Doom at least do Doom correctly Doom has been tested over 50 60 years and finally gotten it right if you are going to use that then use that you've got 60 years of testing on what works for Doom and what doesn't work for Doom why are you trying to reinvent
0: Doom because it's a movie, and I guess I don't know people. Can't.
1: And and why are you trying to reinvent the Fantastic Four? They're supposed to, with the exception, there's supposed to be a family, with the exception of the Thing.
0: Yeah, the rest like... are
1: kind of related to each other. Yeah. And you, I understand having wanting to have a multicultural cast, and that's great, but obviously having this, the brother of Sue. Um, Su, hmm. Mm-hmm not being the brother of Sue anymore right. changes
0: the, the, the dynamic. dynamic
1: of the Fantastic Four you are reinventing the Fantastic Four in one film and you're throwing in the biggest bad guy at the same time you have no time to build these characters up none yeah. and you can't you can't rely on what the Fantastic Four were before and what people know about the Fantastic Four coming in because you've reinvented the Fantastic Four so you have to start from mm-hmm. the beginning
0: yeah, and honestly, I think they could probably. I it just it just seems to have been a very depressing film too. Just like everyone's like, oh, you know. So yeah,
1: that's <laughs> I mean. uh,
0: yeah. So it was a, apparently also. Dep- I mean, it just you know, the Fantastic Four is such a day glow color thing. You really need that, you know.
1: That, yeah, you need the 1950s. You really the 60s. do. You need and, and the 60s. Yeah, the '60s. Why not do it that way?
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't it know. works.
1: I mean, you saw X-Men when they went back and did the X-Men in the, in the '60s. Mm-hmm. It worked really well. Why not do the Fantastic Four in the same motif? In fact, you can throw in cameos from the freaking X-Men. Mm-hmm. Build your own little world. Don't don't have yeah. each one of these characters in seclusion.
0: Yeah. Do you know? So anyway, so apparently they they're like. That Fox was like kind of put out to the um, and due to the enormous failure, they're actually saying what, what you you know they kind of like asked the fanboys <laughs> what they should do with you know what they should do to help the franchise, which was I probably yeah. probably sell it back
1: to Marvel. That's what was, you should do.
0: It was probably the, the the other than kill yourself slowly and painfully uh, was probably about the most. <laughs> yeah, sell it
1: sell it back to Marvel. I swear the the stupidest thing that Marvel has ever done. Was yeah. in the 1990s when they decided that they were going to overprint their comic books and call everything collectors' items.
0: Yeah, and then they found and they ended up with you know like massive debts and uh, yeah, and movie. they ended
1: up having to go bankrupt because it was they didn't mm-hmm. yeah. they assumed that people were going to fall for this, were are going to buy a lot of issues, and it worked for a little bit, but, you, but the backlash was just way more and a.
0: Hand of all, money. Yeah, all markets ebb and flow. I mean, it's particularly collecting, collect any sort of collectibles, any sort of collectible collecting market, even fine art actually. <clears throat> Although that doesn't have quite, you know, the percent. I mean, but, I mean, let me put it that, that 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 kind of drop is basically Van Gogh's goes for eight million as opposed to nine. Uh, but yeah. it's still, you know, it's still collecting as, as as with baseball. I mean, baseball cards did that too. You know, they just overprinted. You know, they were like three or eight. Different versions of bait you know, baseball card versions out there, and it's you know it's just any it's, it's just not pe- people <clears throat> people see that the
1: that the first appearance of Superman I- in mint condition sells for a million dollars right and even more now right but there but, are only four of them known in existence
0: yeah and that like, are mint. Yeah, and it's like nine or eight, I forget how many Detective Twenty Sevens, the first appearance of Batman. I don't know how many there are, but they're it's, not a lot.
1: And that's why it's expensive. It's not expensive because it says collector's edition on it.
0: Right. If you print a million of them and everybody it's, and yeah. half of them say let's say you print a million first edition you know, you print a collect f- million first edition of a new brand new hero. Yeah. Let's say five hundred thousand people throw it away. That means like a five hundred thousand of these things slabbed somewhere. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's like I hate to tell you this, but um, comic books, at least comic books that are new ish, mm-hmm. I would say maybe late seventies on,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, are not an investment. No. Don't don't invest money expecting a return.
0: No, don't do that. Now, you if do... you
1: want to buy one of the really old comic books,
0: or if you, you know, let me put it this way, you know, you just, you know, like you you you. you you get a house, you know, like your your great maiden aunt passes away and you get a house and there's, a you know, an attic and you open up and there's, you know, like, you know, the Golden Age Flash comic or something like that. Yeah, okay. I mean, you know, jackpot, yeah. uh, you know, Detective 27, but yeah. jackpot. If,
1: if but, you want to spend a million dollars to buy the first Superman, that's probably a good investment because that's only going to go up because there will be a fire at some point and you will lose another one of the Superman mint ones. So yeah. that means you're down to two. So if you're down to two and you have one of them,
0: guess what? <laughs> yes. It's like the Honus Wagner baseball card. But know, if you're going of...
1: if you're going to a comic book store and searching the dollar bins Yeah <laughs> thinking I was like, but I hate to tell you, half of the, the ones that you buy for a dollar are actually only worth about twenty
0: cents. Yeah.
1: Even though the cover price says two dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not worth two dollars.
0: No. No, it's not. I mean actually like I, I got um <clears throat> my my only my only like my only complete run is of an obscure comic called the heckler and it cost me it cost me more and sh- there was like it ran for six issues which gives you some idea of how <coughs> popular it was <laughs> it's like <laughs> plug pulled and it's it's a silly comic and i enjoy it immensely but it's just dumb and obviously had uh, i i would have liked to have seen it get a little bit less Self-consciously, it was, a, it was supposed to be like a comedic strip, and I, I would like to get a little bit self, a little bit less self-consciously comic, and then just let the situations become comic. You know, it, it was like a little bit too much that way. But like I said, it lasted for six issues, and like I may, I may have been the only person who ever bought it. Uh, and um,
1: hey, I have all of the Miss Marvels. I have I, all of the uh, yeah. all the Spider womans Mm-hmm. Because I love the character. They'll never yeah. go up in value, but I, no. I just the character is great. One, I love I love heroin. I yeah. I just do. I love female superhero. Yeah. Um and and I have the original Ghost Rider, not the one with on a, a motorcycle but the one actually no. on a horse because it's cool looking. Yes, like it's individual. just a cool cover, and I got it in a frame in my son's room, and that's yeah. it's like that is yeah. just it's art, it's wonderful.
0: It's I, wonderful, actually. It'll never
1: go up in value. I mean, it'll yeah. never be worth the investment that I did put into it.
0: But it's a nice. It I like. I remember that the guy in the white, the white mask yeah, and the white horse. Yeah, it's just, gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah, it's just Jesus. I remember as a twelve-year-old, and I was at summer camp somewhere, and that was like you know like, and for some reason that was the comic I could get. Mm-hmm. To read, so I was like reading. I had like three comic books, and I read them over and over again because it, that's all you had. Stuck at summer camp, yeah. Yeah, stuck at summer camp. So that one of them was the ghost was was a Ghost Rider, and I was I remembered. And then some years later, I saw that, that what they had done is that they had when they were going to reintroduce when they were going to put Johnny Storm Blaze out as the Ghost writer oddly enough they reissued these as you know did reissue of them because it's a western it's sent a western so it never dates i mean that's the thing about it like that, yeah it's not going to date so they figure okay but what somebody did what they did was they went in and they had some poor like obviously some poor intern or something like that carefully carefully scrape away every word that every time they said ghost and write in night
1: <laughs> ghost night
0: <laughs> Now they made it into the Knight Rider.
1: Night Rider, uh,
0: As opposed to Ghost Rider. Night Rider
1: yeah. with with David Hasselhoff. David
0: Hasselhoff. I think this was actually just before David Hasselhoff the Night Rider thing came out and they and that they pulled a the plug on that fairly quick. But anyway, um Ghost Ghost Rider.
1: Ghost Rider. Do you have the Night Rider or the Ghost Rider? Because Rider. the Knight Rider's worth something, but the are the Ghost Rider's worth something, but the Knight Rider, Knight Rider not so much.
0: N- not so much, yes. So um well actually that was the, that was the uh, the thing about the second was it the second ghost rider where they had the um Sam Elliott in it was that him He was, was in the first of, one. He was in the we'll first one. I was kind of yeah. yeah, I, I, I kinda, liked
1: that part too.
0: Yeah, I was kind of hoping that they would do him like in the white, you know, but I guess they just decided to go with the, go with the motif that they had used. So um Yeah, that yeah. that
1: would have it was cool though when that mm, when yeah, the horse caught on fire.
0: Mm-hmm, that
1: mm-hmm. was like I, I thought that was the best part. Them just writing together was the best yeah, part of that, that movie.
0: Because neither, neither either of them were talking, and the plot wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> it was you did have to wonderful. think about the plot. It was wonderful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the second Ghost Rider, which was its own disaster. <laughs> Nicholas it. Cage thinking way too much of himself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage actually over, and actually overthinking the part. You know? Yeah.
1: Like Nick? he's he's not that deep. I don't know. Nick, do
0: Nick, Nick, he's he's a guy who rides motorcycles. I mean, this is, we're not talking Einstein here. This is not yeah. angst. You know, we're um so. But I, but the th- getting back to the uh, getting back to the Heckler. The thing interesting thing is that the actually the ship when I got the complete run on eBay, the shipping cost was actually more than the actual cost for the four, for the oh, six yeah. issues. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Anyway, so um there's a lot of stuff coming down the pike. Apparently I just saw that Xeno Warrior they're going to like talking about a reboot of Xeno Warrior Princess, <laughs> which is if you mentioned as you mentioned uh, female heroines, uh there we go.
1: in the, in skimpy leather outfits.
0: In skimpy leather outfits. I don't know they're they're sort of like hemming and hawing about Lucy Lawless who's apparently as far as television and Hollywood is consumed, is past her sell-by date, which means I guess she's older than 40. Um
1: Well, she could be in it. I don't think she should be Xena, Warrior Princess. I mean, yeah. she could she could be like the mentor of Xena. It, it's kind of like when they rebooted uh, Battlestar Galactica. The guy who the guy who originally played Starbuck ended up mm. being one of the characters in it, but not Starbuck, right? Because yeah. it just wouldn't <laughs> have made sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, that and they decided to cast Starbuck as a woman. But
0: mm-hmm. I remember. I remember when that first came out. There was a lot of grumping about the fa- from the fa- people. Starbucks isn't a woman. I like get a- Jesus Christ. You're gonna you're to go to the bat for Battlestar Galactica. I,
1: I hate to tell you, <laughs> Battlestar Galactica was on for what one season, two it's,
0: or three. A,
1: two or three. Starbucks, whatever the fuck we want her to be. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You, it, Star Star Trek, it ain't.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It 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 just you know they had. You know, it had Lauren Green in it, for God's sakes. I mean, it really
1: wasn't. We're like, not talking. like, how how many diehard Battlestar Galactica <laughs> fans are there? Not enough to keep this series alive. Right. We can change it.
0: It's we can do it. We do it. And we did, like, they did, like, six years, six seasons of it, and it was, like, an enormous critical and commercial success. So, um, yeah. So,
1: well, they did, so, uh, the, yes, yeah, Sci-Fi did. It was four seasons.
0: Four and, seasons. And a
1: miniseries.
0: Yeah, and a miniseries. Okay.
1: But then they did Caprica, which was its, like, spin-off hmm. series. Yeah. Which did okay. It didn't do as well as Battlestar Galactica, but wasn't as exciting.
0: Yeah. So so uh there's that and also like all the superhero things are coming. They're gonna have, like I said, the um are coming down the pike. So that should be, you know, the and television. Star Wars. And Star Wars is coming. Star Wars is coming. Um
1: And they're talking about having a Star Wars TV series. Did you see that?
0: No, I did not see that.
1: Yeah, okay. they, they were talking about having a Star Wars TV series. They're they're trying to figure out exactly how they're going to do it, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and there are no details, but they just yes. <laughs> released that they were they were hinting Talk,
0: at it. Hinting at it. The Star Wars TV series. Well, hopefully it's not. Hopefully they're going to like to. Oh, it's ha-
1: not a Christmas special.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, Hopefully they just haul the writers all in and make them watch a the Christmas special and say, okay, we don't want this to happen again, Okay.
1: Yeah, I, I think <laughs> probably the best idea would be to follow like a stormtrooper through something, or you know, follow. Well, look, I mean, it one I an the could characters. That's a minor character, like a one of the uh, one of the uh, bounty hunters, that would yeah. be fun. Or,
0: Not or but. I, bad, but. No, maybe maybe an anthology series, different stories from the Star Wars universe as as you go along. That
1: would be good. That would be fun. And, and the the small characters, like a Grand Moff yeah. Tarkin, you could do that. Like what happened yeah. to him, or uh, well,
0: you know, like what about you know, you know, the death of Jar Jar Binks and uh,
1: <laughs> the death of Jar Jar Binks. How he finally died. Everybody would buy that.
0: <laughs> it's the most amazingly like you know. It that's actually it's it's sort of like. It's it's thirty seconds of Jar Jar talking. Someone shoots his head, and the rest of it is dancing for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden,
1: the Ewoks are all doing the dance from Je- Jedi. <laughs> Coruscant's doing a
0: Jin dance. <laughs> like
1: this is the guy that screwed up everything. Well, not we really, but he that. became
0: actually. I think the thing is that that became such a symbol for the for the fuck up that the 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 first, the first trilogy.
1: But he the, did screw up everything, though. Remember. He actually was the one that nominated Palpatine into oh, yes. into uh, emperorship. Yeah, <laughs> like he's the guy that did. It. He's yeah. an, he's he literally <laughs> screws up the entire universe.
0: Speaking of screwing up the entire universe, have you been? You've, uh, we've we're not going to talk about politics too much, but it's I I would I'm gonna I have said this a couple of times, and I'm gonna like probably repeat myself and at, at so. We, I have decided that the GOP primary process is not a G primary process.
1: It's wonderful.
0: It's a reality show. I love it, is, it. It's exactly it's it has everything about a reality show has except for that <clears throat> except for um, where I, I I don't know what they call it. I don't it's, know what the technical.
1: It's it's, ta- it's Jerry Springer with talking points.
0: Yeah, talking points. Uh, <clears throat> I, it's the tech. What the technical thing is like. There, there have the, don't they? In some reality shows, they'll have a thing where that guy just goes into a room or a basement and they're just talking to the camera. Yeah, and they'll just talk about well, yeah, the time I punched him. I mean, you know, like that was not a good thing for me to do. And then they'll flash to the guy punching him. Yeah, uh, they. That's the only thing they have don't have is like the the candidates talking to the camera saying, well, you know, I called i called donald trump a scumbag I, I really probably should have emphasized it a little bit more kind of thing and you're a
1: scumbag yeah <laughs> it's it
0: really is that that's, it is it's on that level and I, I find it i i found it kind of amusing on a, in a grim way was that when megan kelly who um became suddenly became the most ardent you know became the feminist symbol uh for a moment when she asked Donald Trump about what he you know like his comments about women at which point Donald Trump does not as somebody pointed out actually Trump is from New York in New York er is from New York and like it is like it or not we don't say in general we don't respond in general to criticism by gee that's a good point maybe I should rethink my premises here
1: (laughs) about my life
0: we don't do, it doesn't happen it's you it's not you the strong could, suit of new york it's not it's, it's. introspection is not a big part yeah, of the you. new york ethos you do that to a new yorker or 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 actually and actually that was why they like chris christie in yeah, northeast in general uh you know, new york new jersey area in in general call it let's, let's call it that uh they'll they'll hit you know they'll come back they'll try to they'll jump on you with both feet and, you know, and that's exactly what Trump did. Now, what happened was that the conventional wisdom, like, oh, my God, he's beating up on a woman. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll just turn on him. The, the base will turn on him, like, you know, in a second. And it turned out, of course, is actually, and no. Fox, no, 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 that's, that's what happened. That's they, not
1: why he's popular. See, no, it's, they, <laughs> Fox got it completely wrong. They thought that maybe if they destroy Trump that way, that's going mm-hmm. to work. But the problem is, is everybody who follows Trump already, Knows he's that, yeah, and they like him for being that, that.
0: That's not if if anything is going to disrupt Trump, and and this is if I was going to like give anyone advice to how you how you beat Trump, um, find but, his if if he actually starts to say human things.
1: No, here's here's how you beat Trump. <laughs> Everybody except for one general consensus Republican get out of the race. That, then you yeah. have one guy left. And 75% will go for that guy and 25% will stay with Trump. The problem is the 25% that stay with Trump are going to stay with Trump no matter what because they don't want a general consensus guy. That's the Tea Party. The yeah. Tea Party wants Trump because they are racist <laughs> That's yes. what they want. They want That's the it. guy that goes, yeah, let's just shoot all Mexicans. Yeah, it, they want that
0: guy. That's what they you, want. You know,
1: he is the problem. This is the problem with America. Black people. That's the problem. Um, They want that guy. So because they want that guy, they're going to get that guy no matter what. They don't care about him offending other people. That's what they're about. They're about offending other people. (laughs) They feel like they're they're being destroyed. And this the billionaire I inherited all my money and then put my name on buildings. That guy is their guy
0: well i think somebody once pointed out when somebody said that uh newt gingrich is a stupid person's idea of what a smart person sounds like yes uh and i think actually donald trump is also like a stupid person's idea of what a rich person you know or, or actually there it's like you know if i was rich that's how i would act kind of thing yeah that's
1: yeah that's, that's, how, that's how i do it
0: that's how i do it you know he, uh
1: here's my problem mexicans I yeah. don't like them. I don't like them. Yeah. So they, they're, uh, all, they're all all rapists. <laughs>
0: they're all rapists. Well, who's doing the raping? I just, that I says mean, a lot
1: uh, for my family, I mean, doesn't it? Also, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: One yeah, half so. of us is apparently all rapists. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: the other half is white. I mean,
0: yes. Yeah, I mean. yeah. So anyway, so that was like the um, yeah. So that was kind. Of, I just wanted to point. I, I just I just think I, if you if you view it as a reality show, it's wonderful. I, it I, does actually, you know, the fact I, that
1: I love one of these because, I I love it because I've been watching I've been watching politics forever because I'm like I'm a politics geek. I enjoy mm-hmm. it. I enjoy mm-hmm. the the back and forth and the talking and the mm-hmm. the people being full of shit and and it's just fun to watch for me. So when Thanks. I see this happen, I'm like I have been waiting for this yeah. this this has been prophesized for the Republican Party since they started kind of Playing to that crazy mm-hmm. section of mm-hmm. uh, what well, what most people would call Nazis, so yeah. they're like they're going towards that nationalist segment, mm-hmm. the the fascist nationalist segment, and pulling them into their their party. At some point, the lunatics will take over the asylum. Yes, because it's democracy, and that's how that works. The Mm -hmm. more you cater to the crazies, the crazies will at some point outnumber you.
0: Or the crazies will find someone, or actually someone will just say, listen, I can do this, and I can, you know, the the phrase is demagogue, I believe, uh, will show up and actually, like, be able to manipulate the crazies into, uh, you know, following them. But and
1: think trump's not that guy he can he manipulates only the crazy section but the crazy section does not actually outweigh mm-hmm. the regular section yet it's only 25 percent but but when they there are need 17
0: candidates, candidates it, it 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 dilutes the mess now the other thing is here the problem for the gop as a structural problem is they need that 25 percent they cannot just say they go away without,
1: yeah they, they, can't they
0: can't they cannot say go away leave us alone because that's just not going to like I mean
1: it's it's, it's not the old Republican Party where they were sane. Yeah. Yes. They're nuts now. So yeah. anyone who has become you know, anyone who is poor and actually understands why they're poor
0: mm-hmm.
1: or is in the middle class and understands they're being completely screwed has moved over to the Democratic Party. Right. So the only people left are people who don't vote their own interests, mm-hmm. vote for Religious fervitude, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: or vote for the Republicans because they realize that the Republicans give them a lot of money because they're rich. Yeah, you know, because you're the job creators, which by Mm -hmm. the the best economy in the world, job Mm -hmm. creators has been. I I would assume that that myth has been killed at this point.
0: Well, yeah.
1: If it if it ever was really had any any Mm -hmm. held any water at all, it's dead now.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. I, I mean, you're kind of stuck. What are, what are you going to do? Yeah, Because of the primary process, you might have to nominate Trump. You might not have a choice because you basically would have to get all these other people out, and all politicians are kind of self-absorbed. So mm-hmm. I'm sure they're all going to go, no, everyone else needs to get out. I'm staying in. Even Carly Fiorina is like, everyone, look, I, I bumped up to 14%. Yeah, but you ran Hewlett-Packard on the ground. You really think, really?
0: Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's a, but it's like I say, it's a reality show. I think they just they should really give give the camera give everyone like a camera or something like that so they can talk face to face to the camera about how they feel, and just cut it up. It'll make a great you know they'll just add ads to the ads to the to the flavor of the thing. Oh, or, or
1: and the, or to to be to be fair though, the yeah. Democrats they're just as nuts now because they've got the Democratic Party has gotten to the point where they don't want to do any debates. Because mm-hmm. they just want to anoint Hillary Clinton
0: right. And Hillary
1: <laughs> Clinton is running this campaign of let's just not put this up for the <laughs> general election. Yeah. And you have Bernie Sanders who's behind him behind her, gaining traction and saying things that every, I would say every really big liberal wants to hear mm-hmm. um, and loves him for it. Yet all of them are like, yeah, well, we don't think he can win the general election. But they right. they said the same thing about Obama and look what happened. That's how he beat Clinton. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And, and she's doing the exact same thing
0: she did before. Oh yeah, it's she's so like, fun yeah, to watch. Uh, you know, trying to look up, you know, it's it's kind of like you you never you never really it's like it's it's you play prevent defense and it's like you know like it's it's a little early for that anyway. So that's our that's our political analysis. Uh, we'll be back with uh, when later when Trump demands, um, you know, when when oh. they have a film of Trump eating puppies or something like that. I mean, like, all, all
1: all Mexicans <laughs> need to wear a patch
0: that says, that says I'm
1: a rapist.
0: Uh, I'm a rapist.
1: <laughs> and you don't like it? Find yeah. another country. You're not an so, American.
0: <laughs> so anyway, actually, by the time this one this podcast gets out, I think we should probably the cringe fest should probably have been done. Mm-hmm. And we're, if anyone's coming <laughs> have, anyway so I've been like going around like, trying to get, uh, trying to draw up attention to it and everything like that so we'll is, see are what, there we'll going
1: to be burlesque people there?
0: yes, what, I, the way it's going to be is we're going to do uh, well, in that
1: case at, people got to come
0: yeah I, 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 listen I'm no fool
1: in more ways uh, than one
0: yeah. so, uh, well I don't know, burlesque these days is more like you know, is more like comedic in effect than actually you know, like uh try to be you know i mean there's some certain sexy parts about it but it's more really more of like story and comedy i like a funny
1: it? lady that doesn't have a lot of clothes on i'm
0: just saying. yeah that's exactly that's what i'm saying too so um so they'll have uh you know so the idea is you know we'll be one of you know be uh, be us and then a burlesque dance and then after birth monkey and then a burlesque and then um black white cookies and then There'll be an intermission, and then we'll do. Have, we'll start it all over again and finish at the end. So that's how the. Uh, that's how all that's gonna. That's how it. that's. That's the plan for it. So if Great. you know if if you're out there and you're listening to this and it hasn't happened yet and you know you're torn between deciding and you're sitting there trying to decide which bridge to jump off, um, why don't you just delay that for uh, a day? It's a twenty second at QED and it's ten dollars and it'll be a wonderful, funny evening of entertainment and. Uh, and, and silliness, and just little weirdness as well. A celebration of the bes- celebration of the Berserk. Uh, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Anyway, uh, you do have a lot of work, so we, um, has anyone died of, of, of note?
1: I got nothing. Note? I mean, there was uh, a dog.
0: <laughs> Stanch. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm serious. I'm not kidding.
0: Who was the dog? Uh,
1: there was a dog that was in... Um, it was in the oh, God, it's not the notebook. Hold on, uh, let me pull it up because I, I I saw it online. and I was like, ah, the dog died. That's all I got. Um, he was thirteen years old, mm-hmm. the ripe old age of thirteen. He was euthanized for. I'm, I'm assuming he had cancer or something, and they just were like, yeah, dead. Either that or he yeah. couldn't act anymore, and you know, yeah. uh, like like Will Wheaton, you just put him out. The <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. I love Will Wheaton even now. His name is Oogie. He was in The Artist and Water for Elephants. He was a okay. Jack Russell Terrier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he. Yeah, he's he's, he's won awards,
0: I oh, okay. guess.
1: Not like he would know. <laughs> I mean, you, you feed the dog, the dog's happy.
0: Davida I mean. <laughs> um, is Jack. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah he, was, he developed a prostate tumor. And was uh, euthanized at the age of thirteen. Um, his nah. filmography includes uh okay. holiday road trip, Ian Peel, he played the racist dog. Uh um, okay. the <laughs> <laughs> That was a hard part for him. Uh yeah. the campaign mm-hmm. in two thousand twelve, The Artist in two thousand eleven, Water for Elephants, Mr. fixic What's Up Scarlet, and What's Up Rockers oh, um okay. were his his doggy credits. So, so Yeah, well poor Uki. Yeah, Sorry, Uki. sorry, sorry,
0: sorry, Yuki. Uh, you're at the at the great doghouse in the sky now. We're just
1: gonna and, have to find uh, another Jack Russell Terrier, right? Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, all right. Anyway, so uh, before we go, very quickly,
1: uh, bad movie. Hey. No!
0: Yes. Okay. Um, I was actually gonna do this for uh, a couple of weeks ago, but um, the the film is. St- Starship Invasions. It's actually with Christopher Lee. Uh nineteen seventy seven UFO invasion film.
1: I get okay.
0: Yeah. Uh starts off with this rather dumpy guy in a field somewhere, a farmer, rather dumpy looking farmer in a field, and he's led into a UFO. And Wait, then is this he, science? Science fiction. No, this is Starship <laughs> Invasions. Oh, okay,
1: because I saw that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, signs, well, it's, it's, it's you know, it's the, the, I have to say, the costumes are, it's the, he's beam, he's shot with a beam, he's on his tractor, he's shot with a beam, and these two aliens, who are in the most ludicrous, they're like black form-fitting suits that only show their face, and what looks like some sort of, like, headdress thing on top, it's all black with, a, like, a symbol in the front, it's just, it's... I'll have to post a picture because I really can't describe how ludicrous they look otherwise. They lead him in and they do an exam and then a naked woman walks into the... Uh, then a naked woman comes in. And I think the only reason they actually did that because it's never really... They never really go into why that was done. I think it's just simply so they could have a naked woman on the... Um, on the... Uh, on it. Uh, the, the best the best the best thing i was actually was when these was and after this is the dumpy dumpy farmer is trying to explain to the policeman what happened and the guy says okay so you're saying that you were abducted aboard a ufo you were examined and then a naked woman and then naked woman walked in what happened next he goes what do you think happened next (laughs) hold the phone so you were abducted and you had sex with a naked alien. Why are you complaining about this? <laughs> this is my uh, my question. Is I was watching this. Is why are you complaining? Did
1: the about alien this? have herpes? I mean, how's it? I, I
0: don't know. Are you having a problem with this? I mean, I would, you know, like I, I, other than you know, like it's going to be hard to get her number, but uh, <laughs> other than that, so then they they flashed to Robert Vaughn who obviously needed i i as judging by the fact lack of facial expression Robert Vaughn has during this entire film he was doing it for for doing it for his depressants uh <laughs> doing it for his de- antidepressants cuz he's just like there's no emotional at all well he he's, well he never has the most expressive face to begin with and this is like even for him it's, it's a sort of uh, uh a, a a a complete you know, very so he plays like this UFO expert. Uh, it turns out that um, Christopher Lee and is the head of this race of aliens whose son is dying, and they are going to. Uh, they've decided that they're going to eliminate all the people on the Earth and sell it, settle there. Uh, their problem is is that there is apparently a pyramid in the bottom of the ocean, full of other aliens, who are our guardians. Yeah, Um the film kind of like wonder and then they're going to like what they the way their idea of eliminating the u- human race is have a spaceship wander around and it periodically flash out little electrical signs that make people kill themselves. So it's not everybody; it's just you know they'll have these like f- they'll be these outbreaks of suicides. I'm lost. Yeah, I know. I'm lost too. <laughs> I was lost, too. I said, what the hell's going on? This is no way this is good. <laughs> <laughs> this no way is no good. It's not, even, it's not even coherent. I mean, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm good. I'm good, Jesus. I mean, I'm not talking good. I just want to, like, you know, please, just, just give me, you know, like, sense. What the hell is going on? Um, the other thing, which is kind of weird, is that the, the aliens do not talk. They have, it's a, apparently it's supposed to be telepathy. So, no one's actually talking except for the human characters in the film. So, you know, Christopher Lee will look at somebody and then they'll have a voiceover of Christopher Lee saying, I told you not to interfere, kind of thing. So, their plan is, and I don't quite know how this plan was actually supposed to work, if long term, is that they are going to infiltrate the pyramid at the bottom of the ocean, take kill the p- occupants of the pyramid on the bottom of the ocean, take it over, and then invade you know then after the after the earth has killed all the human population has killed themselves i guess take over which kind of led a few plot holes number one is like that's gonna take a long time i like
1: this plan let's go with that
0: let's go with it i think it's a long time and you know if this is actually sort of a many worlds um pyramid let's say the united planets or federation or something like that um they're going to know after a little bit that they're not getting any communication from this particular thing and find out what's going on and then you're going to be in serious trouble, you know, like there's going to be a lot of planets angry at you uh, a little bit, it just it, it doesn't sound like a pretty, a good particularly good plan, now uh,
1: I can see how it go wrong,
0: I can see how it go wrong too, so, a lot of holes in that plan a lot of holes in this plan, and then they go off and do this and then they end up with um, oh god, and the they they take Robert Vaughn away because and his wife he has a wife and child and his wife is saying you're pay- he's you're obsessed with UFOs he says I'm interested in UFOs I'm not obsessed with UFOs beep, 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 beep. <laughs> no he doesn't make, I'm he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't make the alien noise but guess <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but he is then taken aboard a um and and he is they have. Um, it was like a somehow one of the one of the one of the good aliens escapes from the pyramid as they're being taken over by the bad aliens uh, and their their craft is damaged and they have to communicate with somebody to try to find computer parts I'm going Jesus Christ I mean that's like let me put it this way that makes you have an interstellar craft there I, the the, fa- the idea that anything that we manufacture, for computers would be in any way compatible with what you have is if I tried to land a you know, if, if through some sort of like time warp occurred, you know, I I landed an F sixteen in eighteen seventies London and I needed you know, I needed parts for the engine. It's not happening. <laughs>
1: Let's do the time again.
0: Yeah, it's just not happening. That's like you know, like it's, it's like you know, like you, we have a steam engine. Is that will that help? No, it's not going to help. I need I need parts for jet engine. I need a titanium alloy in there. You know, so you uh,
1: have a steam. I can make one out of a suit of armor. Why? <laughs> I, because I'm
0: MacGyver. I have a steam engine. No. So. They kidnap him. They, they not so much kidnap him, but they take him aboard. He his brother turns out to be a computer expert. They they jab, jabber jabber jabber. It's not really important. Uh, the the scene that kind of like struck me as being most bizarre was uh, the the woman the wife is very very worried and then decides okay let's go. Sh- then she decides okay tells her child tells the child let's go shopping. We need to get some food. So they're driving along, and it turns out that where they're going is actually there's, there's a, a, a group of, you know, the suicides Ray has struck, and people are, like, lying dead on the street. And I'm thinking, okay, you dragged your daughter out the door so that she could see this? I mean, are you going to pay for her therapy for the rest of her life <laughs> that she's going to need for that? Yeah, this this little kid just, saw like, you know, like five, body, five people who died violently in uh you know in like less than three minutes including a person in in the um, in the grocery store that apparently stabbed themselves <laughs> so it's like uh, and so they then they then <laughs> then after that now after after she's thoroughly traumatized the child so this is then she takes her back and then we find next scene is like she's watching television and they're talking about more suicides the little kids watching television what are you, what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> Child endangerment. Now, there's a big... There's a... Oh, they have robots and, in the alien base. And in the takeover of the alien base, they had destroyed most of the robots, but one of them suddenly comes to life during the, the climactic battle. It's... uh, And the robot is actually has a name, Dinkler. And I was like... Dinkler? Dink- Dinkler. I wrote it down. Dubar uh, Dinkler, do you, or something like that? It was, you say, like, you named the robot? What kind of, you know, like X5? Isn't that, you know, robot protocol these days for naming robots is like X5 or something like that? So, uh, he actually fixes, you know, fixes it so that the other sides, the aliens, start to lose. Uh, all their ships are ended up being destroyed through some sort of like DSX robot thing where they start to crash into each other because the robot's manipulating controls of the pyramid. Um, as I was watching this, as I was watching the space battle, I was, I was, what I was particularly struck by is the exact, this was actually from 1977. So, you know, we had Star Wars in 1977. So the difference between, you know, the Star Wars, how Star Wars handled a space battle and how this thing's handled a space battle shows exactly that actually George Lucas wasn't always a total fuck up about things because he knew how to tell a story visually. With Phil, yes, and how it, it, ta- it was when
1: he wrote it down.
0: Now, it. as how the battle process, <laughs> you could follow it. Yes, he, in this one he couldn't you couldn't do can't, it with lines. No, couldn't do it with lines. No, no one talks like this. Well, I mean, I, I think he had somebody like Lee Brackett or something like that come and punch up, the, you did up like a bunch up for the uh, for the for the script. At least the first one.
1: The originals, yeah. That's,
0: yeah, there was, and, she, and, she and, was, and then
1: there was the new ones where he was like, I'll do this all by myself. I'm brilliant. No, no.
0: Ah, brilliant, no no one talks like this.
1: It's like, no, I'm I'm sorry, Jar Jar.
0: (laughs) So, uh, but the thing, uh, just simply for, uh, for something visual, to be perfectly honest, an example of it is, they're both, both the good aliens and the bad aliens use flying saucers. Now, they have a little bit of difference, but not enough so that when you're watching it, you can tell. Okay, who's who is this? Is this a good bad, is this the good guy or the bad guy? And I'm thinking, you know, like X Wing you know, as opposed to X Wings and TIE Fighters, which you can instantly tell who's what. Right. <laughs> that kind of thing. You always you always knew which you know, what ship was what, uh in Star Wars. I mean that's that's when you always know. You know, and that's the the, the I, actually I think they put more care into actually in the first in the in the in the new trilogy I think they actually put more care into the ships than they did into the characters. Uh, making them individuals so uh, but this is just it's just a very very it's a very very uh, like what the hell's going on film a lot Uh, the best part is basically the uh, I would say honestly is the reaction of the policeman to announcing that this dumpy guy was holed about a scientist uh, about a uh, flying saucer and had sex with a naked woman now uh, there's some weird points is that like you do yeah like you do uh, the weird point, I mean, Christopher Lee just kind of, Christopher Lee, uh, granted, stares very wonderfully, but it's just, it's just a silly film, and it isn't really. It's dull It's confusing, and this this whole thing about, you know, I'm going to hold the child out into this place where everyone's committing, you know, committing suicide right, right on the street, and have her watch it. It's just like this child, is, this child was wrecked. I'm sorry. This is this is like, you know, this, this going to be a th- this child's going to be on Thorazine for the rest of her life. Just you know, like, um, they. Though the one, it, the what was what I found interesting because I have I have a fascination with weird shit is that whoever wrote this script at least had actually actually had done a little bit of reading in liter of the I hesitate to call it literature of UFOs, but anyway, he'd done some readings about UFOs because actually that one about the guy being dragged across a spaceship into a spaceship and have sex with a woman actually is a recorded uh, close encounter. Uh, a a a a, a, a I fact, the word of uh, an a alleged close encounter. Let me call it this way: somebody, somebody said that this actually happened to them, and the robots are actually based on uh, a drawing that somebody else had of a close encounter that they had with sort of mechanical beings. They had sort of like weird little point, like sort of like points in front of them. But uh, other than, but actually, once they once once you get past that, and that's like the first five minutes. It, it's just it just it's toing and froing i mean that's really what happens most of this film is just toing and froing until the end and they just blow everything up and then christopher lee is like being told to surrender and then he looks behind him which is kind of weird he's in, he's the last ship he looks behind him like and then the ship crashes into the moon i said like, no, no the moon didn't catch up with you you crashed into the moon so you would probably be facing it right you know so anyway and that was it he crashes on the moon everyone everyone's happy um, we now know that we're not alone, and um, life goes on.
1: Good God, what a waste of an, what, hour and a half that must have been. <laughs>
0: okay, hour and 23 minutes.
1: And we would like to thank you, all of us at Bob Muir and the Enemy Blow Nation, for you watching that instead of us <laughs> having to. God,
0: stay away from this one. Absolutely, totally stay away from this one. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think? I fucked her. What did I say? fucked her. It
1: was wonderful. It was wonderful. Uh, <laughs>
0: God.
1: How horrible that is. All right.
0: Yes. <laughs> and with that, uh, this is Bob Muir saying, peace, love, a Knife.
1: And this is the enemy below saying, I'll
0: see you in New York. <laughs>
1: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> is everybody here? Spreading the news,
0: I'm leaving today, I wanna be a part of it, New York, New York, yes sir. These vagabond shoes, are longing to stray, and step around the heart of it, New York, New York. This guy's not bad. All right, and I will send this I will send this over after um, after doing a couple of things to it. Like removing every removing all the comments we had about what was shittiest. No. <laughs> we didn't do that. Trust me. <laughs> no, yeah, we
1: we didn't. Well, we kind of never. no, we didn't do that. No, of course. Yeah.
0: <laughs>